Here we go, spring of 2021. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode number 86. I think we're going to get into out-of-state hunting on this episode. We're also attacking Weston. Um, as usual, and we are getting into something Jed finds very, very embarrassing. Thanks for joining. God. Easy, easy, easy. Yes. All right, we're live. Yes, we're live. Weston uh, just had a, a hiccup there, didn't you? Yeah, I'm fine now. I just can't handle when Jed's in a little negative space. You guys, have been, like you guys have been at each other before we started Well, here. you know how it goes. We, we've talked about this many a time. He didn't have a little brother to pick on, so he does it to me. Takes all his anger out. Hey, thanks for the beer, Jed. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Sometimes I just let him get it out because I know it makes him feel better. So you think you you look at him similar to what a so you're angry like me, middle school kid is? You're That's telling me that you could stop this if you wanted to? What? What happens? Like you getting mad? Yeah. And the way that I act, because you just said <laughs> that I let him get it out. Oh, you think you could stop me from getting it out? <laughs> you oh, have no just, control. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm okay with the fact that you take it out on me. Well, that's good, because you have no choice in the matter. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah, he's like, he's a middle school bully. No, I'm not. A 30-year-old bully. <laughs> that old. He's never got out of middle school. I do have a question for you, Weston. I see that the uh, book club members had messaged... Instagram <laughs> and you hijacked the Instagram and like started making up fake messages. Or so what happened was I believe it was Jake's wife. Yeah. Messaged in and said that the book club really enjoy this podcast because I was back <laughs> and she said us three is when it's the best. Obviously is that a, that's a slight at Jeffrey. It seems like, Oh, oh shots sh- fired once again, not here. Shocker. Anyways, <clears throat> I must have obviously just been the first one to see it. And I was like, well, I might as well take advantage of this while while I can before a message is sent. I think you manufactured the message. (laughs) I don't know how you did it, but I doubt that she actually messaged in saying that. I think you manufactured it. Oh, you think I hijacked her account? No, 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 no. I think you're like messaging people now and we're like, hey, this would really help my self-confidence if you message the page and I'll look at it. Don't worry. Red-handed. Caught me. That's exactly what I did. I'm getting a little bit worried about you. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, not going to lie, it pumped my tires a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you seem like a little bit lighter on your feet here today. Wow. A little bit uh, looser. Yeah. Must be good for you, then. Means a lot. Well, if that's all we had to do to get you to talk, I guess maybe we should have more people message in. Yeah, there you go. Don't be afraid. Message in. <laughs> Pump the tires a little bit. <laughs> if you want to talk shit about Taylor or Jed, let me know. Go ahead. What could one possibly? <laughs> <laughs> so, to, to get off you a little bit, yeah. I just want everyone to know that this is not a censored podcast. No. Um, there may be some swearing to follow my statement. And I just want to pre-warn people for that. But Jed and I, as we alluded to on the last episode, were a part of a fantasy wrestling tournament this weekend for uh, the NCAAs the national finals of the wrestling in college out of 12 people Jed took last it was 10 okay well he took last oh so you got dead last 10 out of 10 Mm -hmm. and I haven't seen him since this took place and I've been worried about him because he's been I mean he's been saying some stuff privately in text messages that I'm concerned so I just want to check in on him publicly in front of everyone how you doing Hanging in there. Taking it well. As he shakes so his head. Wow, he's holding he's holding back. Because you did threaten today in a text saying that you would explode. No, I said I can freak out on, on the podcast. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <sighs> Here's the deal. 
here's what I don't like about what happened. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, hold on. Let me just help you along here. Okay. Let's get inside the mind of Jed while he's drafting these wrestlers, okay? So did you go for like a shock the world draft? Like No. Or did you go pretty chalk? Like No, I didn't do either. I, I let emotion I, I let emotion take effect. Hmm. Because I really thought that a kid from Wisconsin was gonna from the state of Wisconsin, not from the University of Wisconsin, was gonna win the hundred and sixty five pound bracket. So I picked him with my second pick. Which was a bit of a shock in the road, like when you take a six seed before all the one <laughs> yeah. seeds are gone. But didn't a eight seed win one sixty five? Yeah, yeah. From Black Singlet. Yeah, from Stanford. Black Singlet barely yeah. even deserved to be named. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Disgrace. However, once I did that, I got into the whole like Homer pick mindset. Oh. So I kept picking Wisconsin kids. Like Noggle. Just because, like, I wanted them to do well. And I thought that some of them would. And then ugh, the draft just Any Wisconsin kids All-American? Yeah. Oh, not like Wisconsin Badger kids. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. And then from Wisconsin, yeah. kids did really well. Mm-hmm. Had a true freshman take third and was in the semis at, like, oh. 74. Yeah, and O'Toole took third. Yeah. Yeah, no, there were some impressive. Buchanan All-American. Yeah. Yeah, it's like right when the draft got done, I looked at all my like everything, and I'm just like, okay, I hate my team. Well, while while it was happening, it wasn't. I, I didn't. You didn't realize how emotionally evolved you were gonna get. Like how awesome it was first mm-hmm. time doing it. Mm-hmm. So it took some stupid picks. Yeah, and here's the and deal. I hadn't been following college wrestling. Yeah, as it well. got sprung on me by a bunch of dudes who clearly follow the fucking sport. Yeah, way do. more than I do, and obviously like put way more effort into like having something in their minds beforehand. Which I think is the reason why I was leading for so long because I didn't, like, those guys were like, I think there was, like, a a lot of surprising things that happened in that tournament. Every fucking year, dude. Every year. But, like, okay. You still have to, like, pay attention and understand what, like, what's going on in the world of college wrestling. It'd be nice. It would be nice. It'd have been nice to know that Stanford kid was, like, wrestling well. Right. Which I had no idea. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I had like no Stanford kid. Anything. Like, God, I haven't seen one of them do really well for a long time. I, well, I'm not going to trust him. Well, and he's just trying to like stick it to the school, so he had that like extra. Yeah, I wish yeah. I would have seen Ooh, the Oklahoma finish. State kid wrestle. That's a freshman, the 97 pounder. Oh. Yeah, freak. true freshman, four seed, dominated. I mean, like dominated yeah, the yeah, tournament. Yeah, he did. Did uh, I mean, I saw the whole Spencer Lee wrestling with no ACLs. I don't know. What that, what, that was weird. Yeah, that was so weird. <clears throat> like eight days ago, I tore my other ACL, and I just don't oh, want to tell anybody. All right. Excuses are for wussies. Um, I mean, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Did he like absolutely dominate still? Like yeah. he had been all year. Yeah. Not no. Not, <clears throat> he didn't like not pin tech fall. <laughs> no, final, not not to the effect of like watching him. It was just like, wow, is he like, is he freaking out right now? Like, what? This isn't the normal like Spencer Lee that you see. Like, I didn't think. Well, I mean, he had the most dominant season almost ever. He almost went a whole year without wrestling a whole match. Right. In college. Right. Division one. Granted, he... In the big time. It wasn't a full season. Yeah, but he did... Correct. I bet he... Yeah. But... Going back to last year, though, I think it was like a while. Like a was lot it, of This was his on. last year? No. I don't fucking know. No, Every, this year doesn't so count. This, this year so doesn't he, count. Yeah. So anybody who so is wrestling be this year can wrestle next year. Right. Yeah. No. Which which is fair to him because he should have been. He, he would have been considered a four timer. Mm-hmm. Um, the weird thing is that the seniors last Got year fucked. like that counted. Yeah. But yeah, then this year doesn't count. That's yep. weird. It's so weird. Yeah. yeah I, I cannot wrap my mind around it. No, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because mm-hmm. you had like, I don't know. It's <laughs> plus you're now you're, the record books are going to be all messed up because Spencer Lee will probably have. I mean, he's going to have access to 20 more matches than anybody ever has before. Like, he's, he's going to have four and a half years of eligibility wrestling. Right. So, like, there's going to be people who have, like, the most wins of all time. Like, how many matches did he wrestle this year before? Oh, it probably evens. Probably like it honestly probably evens out. 10, 12? Yeah. Well, next what year, they, if he what? wrestles a full season next year, he still had 10, <clears throat> 10, 10 extra matches. Well, no. I bet he ended up with, like, 15. 
Yeah, plus whatever he had last year. Oh, I guess those count, though. No, they don't. Not really. Yes, they, yeah, count. they count. Yes, they, they count. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, honestly, well, yeah, he'll end up with, Between like, this well, year. He'll, between he'll, this year. He'll when end up with s- eight more matches. But he'll, be, he'll have, like, five Big Ten yeah. titles, I think. Yeah. Well, when did they stop last year? Just right, right the, before the NCAAs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, people went through and won conference I titles. Totally yeah. forgot about Kellen Moore. Yeah, Colin Moore. Colin Moore. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that would, I mean. Not to be confused with. Three-time All-American, I think. The tight end. And then his senior year, finally, he's like undefeated, ranked number one. Probably going to walk through it. He mm-hmm. was, he was walking year. through everything. Yeah. yeah. Just, nope. Ripped. Yep. Ripped. Don't get to come back. I didn't realize that that was what happened either until watching that and then talking about it. Yeah. I, mean, I thought those guys could have come back last year for some That's reason. what I thought. Hmm. That is weird. That is yeah. so yeah, that's stupid. Pretty, that's pretty fucked up. So chalk that one up as another thing the NCAA handled well. Yeah. Well, I mean, how did that Wyoming kid? Do that he all American seven, I think. Yeah. Um, that ninety-seven pounder from Oklahoma State could be the first five timer. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, that's crazy. Yeah, and you know, it's, there's a lot of people that that probably are considering not even coming back. Like, I bet Gable doesn't come back. Stevenson. Maybe he does though. I don't know. I'd be kind of surprised if he did. See, because his his career has been kind of weird anyway. So it's just like super weird. If I were him, I'd be like, whatever. I'm done. <laughs> go make a million dollars, millions of dollars. Is that heavyweight? No, he's gonna go. Sounds like he's gonna go like WWE and that route probably. No, but he's a heavyweight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They were talking like he had interest in WWE. He had interest in the Olympics. He had interest in football. Like, yeah, and if you have an avenue to WWE, they can just sign you, right, for more money in a second than you will make. Even though people make do make good money now of wrestling for the Olympics, like with sponsors, but I think they're not competing with that. Right. Not millions and millions of dollars. So, who ended up winning? I don't know. <laughs> what? The fantasy. <laughs> Some dude I don't know. <coughs> oh. People I don't know. How did I, got, you, I got close. How did you finish? Third, I think, or fourth. So not ten. I was leading the whole time <clears throat> until the last day. Hmm. I think. The manager of the league kind of forgot to quit quit uh, tallying the score like mid-weekend, which sucked. Which I don't blame him because that would have been terrible to do. But Yeah. And granted, he, he did say that that was going to happen. Yeah. He said, you know, beer 30 scores. It's like somebody else is going to have to do some stuff. Like Friday here at 430, yeah. it's right. The scores aren't going to be taking place anymore, <laughs> which is unfortunate because you had semis Friday night and then Saturday you had all placement matches. And I mean, it would have been. But what an amazing thing. I'm a fucking coolest thing ever. Yeah. Loved it. Cool. Loved it right up it. until the time that I do it was like in Midlands and stuff now. Yeah. Because you get good at it if you did it throughout the year. Right. Southern Scuffle, Midlands. All right. Well, we just hammered some wrestling talk for all the hunters. Would I would say of wrestling community that we know of, it has to be the highest percentage of hunters. Like every wrestler just hunts. I would agree. It's just like the same kind of mindset. Mm, not every. Not every, but, but a, a lot. A, I'm saying way, more, large, way higher percentage yeah. than other sports. Yeah. yeah. I would say so. That's why you didn't hunt. Right. Don't really anymore either. I was a pussy bubble bouncer. What's that? <laughs> I was a basketball player. <laughs> so, going to get into a little out-of-state turkey hunting talk. Since it is the week of opener in Nebraska, the first Midwest northern hemisphere of the country state that opens <laughs> well north of the Mason Dixon line. Not Mason the Dixon northern line. hemisphere, yeah. but I said hemisphere of the country. <laughs> I got, you I got what I got. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't think we're gonna get out there this year. No, it's not looking good. I don't like it. Every time you don't go somewhere that you used to go to just increases the probability that you never go back. Mm-hmm. Every year that slips by is just, well, we used to go out there. Dumb. I hate that. I hate myself. Just, 
I feel like I say this all the time. It's just not a good time. <laughs> gotta start getting better at that. We gotta start. I gotta start making some better time for this stuff. Yeah. Nebraska is fucking awesome. You get to hunt Miriams with a bowl. The bowl part sucks. <laughs> Hate it. Jed does not like Nebraska. The trip is awesome. Though. Yeah, I love it. Now, of all the trips that we've taken, you've taken a lot more. I think we get into it all the time, but what's the most important thing? You're heading somewhere. What is your number one thing you do to be to just perform better in that situation? Like how do you like how do you make like what's the most important thing about planning or doing an out of state trip? Well, I I hate to say this because uh, <laughs> except in this circumstance in my life, I'm not good at it. Uh, that would be being organized. Doesn't say being organized. You gotta you gotta know where you're going. Yeah. How like the organization of your truck. Is what I was going to say. Yeah, that, that's a big thing. The, the organization of everything. Organization of your gear. Make sure that you have everything. Yeah, well, that organization would, that would of your mind. That. Yeah. Plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Well, I like to have plan A, B, and then C is wing it. Yeah. Well, so if your A doesn't work and your B doesn't work, you just go, all right, well, right, let's just see what we can do. Wing it. So we dive into making that plan. I think the biggest thing for like us... Uh, I don't know. We I feel like we got we had, we fell into success like right away, like we could have had success, pretty much everywhere we went, um, when we first went out of state, in Nebraska. And that just I don't know like but like it was like I feel like it was like fifty percent of the places that we thought were looked really good on on online ended up being like nothing too. Like all the preparation. A lot of Plan C's. Yeah, there was a lot of plan season yeah. down there. Well, it's it, like it's so hard to tell the terrain, I guess. Um, like I don't know. Like we look for water first with turkeys, and then give me some type of hardwood stand, and then you think egg. But I'm not so certain with that out there. No, not when it's just like an ocean <clears throat> of egg. Right. Well, that f- first year that I went with you to it. Which was our first year. I think year. that was the, was first, that the first, yeah. year? first year. First yeah. year, yeah. In that area, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you guys went further west. The... Well, he did. I had no. Right. That was right. my right. first trip. Um, It was like, that was what we did. We found a place with the creek and then a lot of egg fields. And we checked a lot of egg fields, and that is not where the turkeys yeah, were. That was terrible. Because when I went way out west, that's where they were. They were out in uh, cover, no, now I know it, like they were out in cover crop fields, like winter wheat, new growth. Coming right. up in the spring, they they would slam them. And this was just, they were fucking tucked away in the woods and on private land. Well, he couldn't even get on them, really. Right. Couldn't find them. Couldn't find them until he found them in people's yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the only new growth in the whole area. Yeah. Like, it was, it was close enough to the winter melt-off that nothing was happening in the egg fields. And right, the, yeah, they were just was, bare fields. Yeah. Yeah, and miles of them. Yeah. yeah, and that's like they gotta have somewhere to roost. Right. Yeah, and that's why I, they're probably hanging down along the creeks mm-hmm. a lot right now because that is the only chance for the first green. The first, like, go, driving around here right now, you start, you are starting to see the first green is along those creeks. Honestly, I think the first green is in the creek. Yeah, it's called watercress. Yeah. Stays green all year. <clears throat> it's terrible stuff. Bitter, gross. People like it. No, not me. Um, but then yeah, I started noticing some green along the ditches today. But that's that probably explains why we always. It just seems we we're finding them. We always find them in the bottoms. Yeah. Long long water. No real uh, uh, yeah grass clover. Well, the, place, <clears throat> the thing with that was we were always trying to call them up, too, from the bottoms that first year. Well, you're trying to pull them off of a private. Right, that too. Pristine private thing that obviously well, they're getting the, fed. And they're, <laughs> like, that early in the year, they're just on their, like, they're not breeding. 
they're not fighting yet. Right, that's just like they're they're just grouped up in giant flocks and doing their thing. Giant flocks. Giants. Yeah. Multiple hundreds. Sometimes. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, I would say that they seem to flock up more but just before they break up. No, I'll just say mean? out there. Or you're just saying oh, out, out there. In, yeah. in general out there, yeah. I mean like I've seen flocks of like thirty. Forty this year, just in this area, yeah. This year, I have. Uh, well, yeah, you have, yeah. But I don't ever think I've ever seen like. No, I've never seen three hundred. <clears throat> Part of the problem is I don't think we have as many turkeys here right now. But um, yeah, I suppose we did back when there there was. Right now would have been an awesome time to drive around. You see tons of turkeys out in the field. Yeah, I really don't. I don't know. What are you? How? What is your thought of what you're seeing so far this year? Are you seeing the numbers? I'm seeing about on par with last year, I think. Which is way less than what it used to be, right? Mm, I'm not sure about way less, but for sure less. Yeah. Like I don't want to have to put a percentage on it. I'd say 25. percent That's the number that pops into my mind. From when? Ten years ago. You think it's? Drop seventy five percent? No. You think it's seventy five percent less? That's just like me seeing what I see, the areas that I'm hunting. You think there's twenty five percent of the population that there, there was, was ten years ago? Ten years ago. No, I don't. I bet the numbers don't say that, but I'm saying in the areas that like, you're looking. Yeah. I would at some point see turkeys in every single flocks of turkeys in almost every single field on certain roads. And, like, it is hard to find them on those same roads now. It is weird. Hmm. There's not going to be a – I don't think there's going to be a poll or a study that would ever show that, but I'm just – I don't know. In the places I so hunt, what do you think, it is what, odd. What is the – what do you think is the leading factor to that? Bulldozers. Just, well, I don't know. I look <laughs> – Do you think there's that many I more? I assume like, there's – it seems to be hunters. That many more turkey hunters? Well, it was an uncontrolled season forever. Like, Jared killed, like, 20 turkeys one year. Yeah. We should need to have him on and talk about that. But, I mean, it's just, but there was, like, it's just, I think there was probably too many being killed. By me, too. Too early in the season. I mean, I called or shot, was a part of, I watched 20 die in, in a year one time. That's crazy. Yeah, it's getting a lot. I mean, it seems it's really popular. I, it, I'm i not the one that asked about that. That's uh, Turkey Doc. He's the one that's saying that shit, but it makes sense. And I can tell. I don't know. It's just there isn't as many as there used to be. 25% is an aggressive statement. But when I think about it in the way that I'm thinking, where it's like I drive around, and if there was, say, 25 fields that I knew I could drive by to see turkeys 10 years ago, there's probably three right now. Three to three to five, three to six. Think about it in that way. Okay. Think about the areas or the roads you could have covered to see turkeys guaranteed ten years ago to what you can see right now. Okay, so it's, yeah, it's considerably less. Yeah. yeah. So sticking with that mindset and kind of switching back to the western stuff, why don't you think the population is? Do you think the population is also going down in Seemed to me like out, out in Nebraska it was it was it would fluctuate a lot. Um and then we went and actually talked to a biologist the first year we went out there we went way west and he confirmed it just they're a different world out there because if they have a really wet spring and their ditches and waterways flood, they will lose like I don't know, he, I mean it was like it was like shocking how quickly um they just won't have any yeah. recruitment. They won't. They won't. They'll uh, lose that. They whole lose year's all the clutch. eggs just yeah. just from flooding. Um, but I want to say because he was managing like a, it's like a management like an experimental farm owned by the state. And you know, because when I went out there, I don't know there's Jared and Don, and they've been out there you know previous years like, and they would be able to get on like hundreds of turkeys kind of like what we ran into that time like flocks it's like it's the best hunting ever let's go and then when we went out there it wasn't like that it was tough 
in all the places that we kept driving during the middle of the day because they're like, we used to see them here. They weren't there. Right. So he actually ran into a biologist and he said, I think it was like they lost like 70% of their population because he was managing like a 120 acre place. So he knew like, yeah, like a couple years ago, I had 30 toms on here and like this year I had two. Wow. Yeah. So obviously, well, I mean, it's I'm just a, saying, obviously the, the population of them anyways, I think it can fluctuate a lot. So after that experience, I came back here just thinking in my head, like any shitty spring, you know, you get an old, you get a late freeze. Right. That does a lot of damage to them. You know, you get like six inches of snow, three inches of thaw, and then freeze, and then 12 inches of snow. There's a three-inch hard cap over any food they have to, like, dig down through. Right. <clears throat> we had a couple of those winters, I feel like, in the last 10 years that they probably were tough on them, too, added with the punter pressure. You cannot tell me that it's the no, same. In fact, no, it's no. not the same. <clears throat> Anybody can fucking see it's not the same. Well, I didn't turkey on 10 years ago, so I don't really – I wouldn't be a good person to talk about it. If, if, someone, if anyone who can look outside the scope of their own property, because I feel like I talked about this last year, and then people were saying, like, I saw 30 turkeys on my property this year. It's like, well, I'm not saying that you didn't do a good job managing. Just I'm talking about it as a whole. State as a whole. Look at the I, – I can't speak on the state, but I can speak on a two- to three-county range yeah. in the state. So – I don't know what were we talking about with the with Nebraska too. I, I just oh yeah, it just it seems to fluctuate a lot, and we timed the last trip we went on. We got into a giant giant mess of them, yeah. but we got on private land. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Public land is just uh, all of it was hit really hard. Like all the places we always visited, it seemed like there's just a lot of traffic in and out. And we probably that first year hit like, oh, six, seven chunks. Um, and then like Tyler, that last time we were out there, Franks went out further west after we got done where we were. Hmm. Same issues. You ran into public and then they were all on private and he just went door knocking and killed one right away. Um, I mean, we got weeks on end to hunt and you want to stick with the public thing more power to you but it seems like an easy door knock will get you a long ways when you head out especially out west well you can't speak for out I, I can't imagine it's like that when you head east like a, right. where the populations are just increasing for hunters yeah but man you can like tuck into especially if you don't look at public so think about it if you're going out and you're hunting public well there's probably 10 15 people just like you doing the same trip that weekend, probably, at, on, on the low side. Right. There's at least 10 to 15 people who have thought what you thought in the last 10 years. And they've been there. Right. And they've either done what you've done, and they've probably knocked around neighbor's doors. <clears throat> I do think if you go out and you're like, I'm okay with knocking on people's doors, I'm just going to go find a private chunk to hunt. Stay I would take a stay fucking as... ruler and go the furthest away from any public chunk yep. as you can find. Yeah. Honestly, we'd probably be better off if we just went on there and go door knocking and forget about public. Because <laughs> think about what we did. We go to public pieces and we drive around the public pieces. We find turkeys and we look at the person, the, landlord, the landowner. We call them. And they're the only ones that do that. Right. Like the the one chunk where I was like, Three miles from our public chunk. Oh, you think? And they, the people, the landowners know that too. Like they say, it, like, oh yeah, people usually ask. Now, how their properties don't get filled up? Tell me that number one, they fluctuate. The numbers do, and number two, I think they they will like be in different places. Yeah, I think every winter is different. Based, yeah, I think it's based on where the where the farmers have their cattle. Is my thought. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said. Last year, you guys just kind of fucking lucked into a. Oh yeah, totally lucked into. I mean, a, a glorious an situation. We, yeah, amount of because the year before we hunted like we hunted the neighbor's place, and there was I mean there was turkeys around, but not nearly what there was 
the last time we were there. Right. I mean, like, so clearly something changed in that one year to go from, like, mm, I don't know, eight gobbling turkeys in the area to <laughs> 308, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And, and I think it's I think it's all where they have their cattle. Right. Yeah. That would make a lot Waste of Waste grain. Or when they hit that section in the fall or something. Like, mm-hmm. the last time that that, like, <clears throat> depending on when they hit it, there's probably certain areas that would green up faster if, say, they didn't hit that and whatever in the fall. That was also mega rant. Uh, that was the year that it flooded out there. Yeah, the last year we went out there was when there was, was crazy flooding. Yeah, insane. Last year? N- no, two the years last ago. year. Oh, yeah, two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That inner that main highway, that state highway, yeah. was just washed out mm-hmm. that we came upon. Yeah, fucking crazy. Didn't know it either. I tried to tell you. Yeah, weren't you like hour away or something, and then it ended up being taking you like four hours to get there? Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Fuck that. It was, and it was some of the worst side back roads. <laughs> yeah, if their roads aren't paved, they aren't good. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Well. Well, we year, ran that, into that the first year. That yeah. first year we went, it's like all these minimum maintenance Drove roads. all night. I'm only one awake. down rain. And I'm like, well, I'm done with driving on the main road. So I thought I'd slip off early. Bam. Somehow. Luckily, we didn't get stuck. Got a lot of mud on the camper in the truck. The old Ford got her done. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> um. All right. So we we agree, you know, e-scouting and scouting in general, I think, honestly, the biggest takeaway that I've had is, Unless you're hell bent on killing a bird on public, which I completely understand and I respect. Um, oh, big time. But if you're like, we'll go to public and then door knock, you might as well just go door knock. That's far away from public. It's far away from public. Like, don't be around public. Give me a small little town with no public around it. <laughs> That'd be a good place to go. Find a nasty little motel in town. Pull up. <laughs> with a st- with a TV, you gotta share with the easy. No, don't be sharing uh, secrets. Yeah, easy. That place is not. What are you talking about? Even running on anymore. the videos. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I, I, I mean, so scouting will go as far as scouting goes. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's just a matter of turkeys are probably gonna be in pretty much everywhere. A lot of it's just like. You'd be fine just driving around a lot, too. Right. Ideally, you give yourself two days before you need to hunt. Like, if you went out there two days before the season started, and then you're like, I have four days in season to make a week-long trip. If you had seven days, how would you time that? You're hitting the opener. Just like you said. Yeah. Roll in. Give yourself two full days. Yeah. To scout it out. Yep. Because you can do all the east going you want. But yeah, but like if you're not there, they're not there. Right, like you talk about all the time. Especially early nothing season. Com- nothing compares to boots on the ground getting there. More like covering a lot of miles. That too. With a vehicle on shitty roads. <laughs> well, thing number one is I would like more. See, I would want to be there. I would want two sunrises for scouting. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, night before. You get two and a half days. Yeah. Take, that, take that first evening. You leave morning. So you lose your day. No, that's not how I would do it. I would, like, if it's going to include working days and weekend, I would make you sure. You would work the last day and then drive that night. And yes. Then, so your first day, would you'd be arrived. Yeah. You wouldn't even waste a day right. driving. Yeah. Right. And then <clears throat> and then it would start early, owl hooting in the, in the how did it, uh, whatever, in the dark. There was a line from a song I wanted to quote there, but I couldn't remember it. Hmm. Um, it's too bad. No. It's a Robert Real Keen thing. You should look it up. Anyways, start owl hooting and just chase them. Any gobble that you think you might have heard, get closer, go again, until you got something. Watch their pitch. And then work from there. Yeah. Figure out where they're going. Mm-hmm. You can figure out where they're going at like 839. That's big. What what else but is big? 
is like I feel like out there they have a general like landing zone. Like yeah. they're gonna land close. Like they're not gonna like put their feet down in the exact same spot, but they're gonna be close. They're gonna be in like a general valley. Like I don't think they're gonna pitch down two valleys over, or even five hundred yards away. I think they're gonna like they've got a circle, probably a two hundred yard radius circle that they're gonna pitch down into, and where they go from there might be anybody's guess. Yeah, it seems it seems completely random. But I think if you can get on something the first day, have to, and then secure permission for that, and then watch what they do the second morning, they're going to be very close to that. Yeah, the third morning. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, if you have, if especially if you have three days to hunt them, I think they will do what they did the day you saw them at one mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. They might not do it every day, but it usually seems to pay off if you if you uh, stay put in those situations. <clears throat> it seems to always pay off to stay put in turkey situations. In the long, like yeah, in the long probability run. standards. Mm-hmm. Because I I do think that we've had situations out there, especially where it's like they were there one morning, you go there the next morning, they weren't there, and then you're done with it, and then come back that next day, you went to a different spot, and they were back there. Yeah, that happened definitely happened to me and Jared way out west. Weston, I bet they just heard you pee on this podcast. That's gross. It is disgusting. You're a disgusting human. Was it a healthy stream? No, you should probably get it checked out. <laughs> So our biggest our biggest thing on how to choose the state is honestly when, when it's open. Nebraska's perfect for us because it's open early and it's close. Yeah, yeah, it's best of both worlds. I would like to go down down south at some point because obviously there's southern states that are. Open. I think Florida is just an obvious one that. You just have to do it at some point because they have a species that nowhere else has. Nowhere else has them. And they're open in February. Right. You don't like that, Why do you? are you guys looking at me right Because <laughs> just... you just seem like a dead human when you, you said Florida. No, I hate it so much. You just hate the fact. No, that... I've never been there. Let me point that out right now. You've never, never been stepped there. foot in Florida? No, and I don't want really? to. I mean, what? obviously, except to shoot a Osceola, but other than that, I hope I never set foot in Florida. Why? People... There's Everybody likes it. Alligators. Everybody's like, oh, Florida this, Florida that. Yeah, okay, I hate it now. <laughs> Great. Do you, you feel like that about Texas? Hmm? Do you feel like that about Texas? <sighs> kind of. Everybody loves Texas. No, that's not true. Well, Talk to people from Oklahoma. I bet they hate <laughs> Texas. Yeah, that's true. Talk to the Texas people that live there that hate the new Texas people. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't like all the Texas people. No. I uh, I think I'd like Texas. I think you'd go there and you'd be like, wow, this is awesome. I want to do Oklahoma. For what? Um, Rio's? Yeah. And the fact that I'm pretty sure it's fairly cheap. And you, you don't quote me on this, but you might get two tags. Three tags. Yeah, you've looked at Oklahoma opens around this week too, right? No, they're, <clears throat> I think, April 6th this year. Three, really. Mm-hmm. Like Oklahoma would be the better state to go to, obviously, when you just don't have real a real plan to get a Rio. What other states would be good for like a public land traveler? Well, I've heard Kansas probably. I've heard Tennessee. Not, I th- for not for Rio. Oh, for Rio. Okay. Because uh, obviously the reason you're traveling is, I would assume. I mean, this is the way I think about it. I want to get a Grand Slam at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would travel without doing that. Right. Because it's cool. You get, okay. Give me five species. That's the reason why I would travel. <laughs> Jed's got a good lead on a Cali. Yep. Which I think. So do I. Yeah. I think. That'd be a good place. Yeah. yeah. If you can get a good place in Cali, I mean, you can, you're in on the Rios most likely. Well, we met a guy in Cali and from Cali in Idaho. He said you got turkey hunting? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, California's just not a state I'm traveling to anytime <laughs> soon. Yeah, he said... He, he, I don't. I think you have to, like... He's from Utah. Well, he was there. Oh, yeah. Or no, yeah. 
Oh, he lives in Utah. And no. He, no, he lives there, but he claims to be from Utah. I actually, it might not have been Utah because Utah is just as bad. But I can't remember where. Nevada. Oh, Nevada. He's from Nevada. Yeah, yeah. Nevada's <laughs> much more open. And uh, it, we were, it was like 20 minutes into the conversation, and he's like, all right, guys, for, for real, I'm, we're from California, but don't fucking tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, he's like, we've been here for a week, and nobody knows. It's like any, it's like any other state, though. I mean, you can get... The thing about those states, the western states, is I think in Texas and Oklahoma probably, is you can get to rural. Like, you don't have to deal with the people. I would agree. Eastern, it doesn't seem like Tennessee. Like, you're always... Well, I heard like in Tennessee... Kentucky, it seems like there's so many people not interested. Yeah. Tennessee, you can buy the, like, out-of-state non-resident, and you get... It's the most It's the most common state to travel to. Right, but you get, you get... One or two turkey tags, and you get two deer tags as well. You can buy it in one license, yeah. and then you can do the whole. Yeah, cool. Not interested. Thing. Yeah. I I feel weird about small states too, like small and geographical size. I feel like they're crowded. That sure. might be unfair. No, it probably isn't. But like, think of a western <laughs> state that's small. They don't exist. I know because and they're not crowded. Yeah. And you have space to spread out. Yeah. I like that. I like that in the state. I get, when I think about heading east, I don't like it. I get, like, weird. I'm like, ugh. Give me fucking people everywhere. It, it's not so much that I don't like it. It's that I fucking despise it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's, I mean, I'm sure there's, just like, insane rural areas, and obviously in those places, too. West Virginia. I would go to West Virginia. Ugh. I don't know. Why? It's just like goddamn Smoky Mountains, and that's it. it that, that is a cool area, and it's shaped really weird. Yeah, those yeah they those states are shaped really weird. Mm-hmm. They're definitely like started making the state outlines, and are like we're just gonna start like squaring everything off out here. Well, yeah, because there's <clears throat> a lot less to like go around. Yeah, I suppose. Like everything out east is real condensed, just like the people condensed. Yuck. Anxiety. Yeah, I'm not feeling well right now. <laughs> Yuck. All right, so when we're out there, obviously driving around is the biggest thing. But we had some actual success setting up in the somewhat dark and just finding good scratching spots. Mm-hmm. Along a creek, you find good scratches, sit down. We had a lot of good success with that. Well, a lot of close success with that. Mm-hmm. You just seem to... You can see that, that's the nice thing about going in the spring too, because or early, early before everything starts growing, because you can see that sign a lot better. You really can. Yeah, and those uh, that time that I tracked that turkey into uh, into the canyon that they were all roosting in. Yeah, it was disgusting with turkey. So shit. much shit. Yeah, turkey shit and turkey feathers. Like if you're just out randomly walking around sometime and see a like insane amount of feathers laying on the ground coupled with sh- turkey scat. Just, yeah. just know that yeah. that's where the you should be. The biggest thing on site scouting is they're in a bunch. They will leave a sign. So keep going until you find it. Yeah. Like if you start finding a few J hooks here and a few J hooks there, you're not there yet. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of them. They, but yeah, but they, they, but, and they could be there. They're either all going to be there or they're none of them. None of them are going to be there. So then you probably overlook a spot and not go back. Maybe you hunt it one morning and there's nothing that was there. But we've seen them. They jump from one whole area to the next, the next day. Like, think about that one day we, we got above them and there was like, there had been hundreds right below us. The same spot that we had seen mm-hmm. all the scratching and then the, you shot at the one. Yep. And then that next morning we went. And got above them there. Mm-hmm. Then after that, they never were in that spot again. Yeah, Weird. they were all they were all where we found them the second year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they move. They move around. I think they have, they probably have like. I think actually where we found them was the anomaly the first year, and where we found them the second year was the norm. Yeah, that make that would make sense. But then the first year too, we we called in like two lone birds, which was honestly really weird. They were acting more like 
actual like it was breeding le- season turkeys. Yeah, which was weird. And I don't have a great explanation for that besides the year after that it was the weather did it it was it did feel earlier in the winter than the year before. But not by much. And and they were acting like that, but they 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 just must have been a couple outliers or some shit. Yeah, they had like to the first. They're like, we're gonna make this day the first day that we're gonna go venture out by ourselves mm-hmm. midday. Screw this group. Oh, that's odd. Um, what's like the what do you think the biggest mistake you've ever made when it comes to like packing for a trip or like things that you forgot or something stupid that you did? Well, I know your guys' hmm. or whoever. You bought a blind box with no blind in it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that was a big mistake. <clears throat> Way across a... Yeah. Did the blind Didn't break realize it? the blind was not in there until we pulled it out to hunt with it that morning. Right. That Never was checked it? No. Didn't consider the box being super light? <laughs> Do you really like blind? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, uh, it was a pop-up blind. It wasn't like a full... Yeah, it was like blind. a half blind. Yeah. Right. But either way, I mean. It was a foot covering blind. Which, and it was made by Primos, the same people that make Double Bowl. Mm-hmm. So the same material. And it was two of those pop-out things. I think it's stupid, honestly. I'm guessing they moved away from it because I didn't see it marketed much last year. But, I mean, that was, that's got to be one of the biggest fuck-ups. Well, it wasn't that big of a fuck up. We just started building blinds out of cedar trees, which is better, anyways. It's cooler. I mean, it was Manly. it was definitely odd. It was like, oh wow. <laughs> Have sucks. a. I think there was like a. I think the case was in there. Sweet. I'm gonna put like, this over Wesson's head when he sleeps. <laughs> and choke him out. Oh, man. Can you imagine being suffocated in one of those black nylon? Can you imagine like what would, bags? Oh, can you, put it can over you your fucking squeeze it. What over would your happen? Head. What would have happened if I were? To have been the one that like picked that box up and was like, all right, all right guys, I got it. I'll carry it out. Like, no worries. Yeah, you'd have been beat. <laughs> like, but, because it, but because for, it was Taylor. Months. It was like, oh, oh no, years. Yeah, still would still, ta- still be talking shit to you. Yeah, like, it would have been a huge deal. You just said it wasn't a big deal. It would have been the biggest deal. Yeah, it would have been a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. If you were taking, <laughs> if you were acting out. <laughs> Making decisions on your own, and then you made that decision, that would have been bad for you. Oh, it wouldn't have been my own decision. It would have just been me being like, yeah, I'll Well, you know. Because when we do go out west most, and I go with you, I am the fucking pack mule. Most likely. Yes, exactly. That. Most likely. If you were the one to grab it, I'd have been like, Wes, and grab that. <laughs> so it would have been my fault, and I probably would have understood that. I no, there's a 0%. I still could have attacked I can, you. I can like, go, there's a 0% chance you would have been like, I'll take some of the blame, because you would not have. No, but I'd be like, you didn't feel that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yelled at myself. What do you want me to do? Talk shit to myself? I did before. I want you to suffocate your own self. <laughs> <laughs> I, and then I got it. I got the blind back anyways. Well, I fucking hope so. My biggest it. one is uh, we went we went out west to Wyoming, and I realized I was getting about six miles a gallon on my truck. I was hauling a trailer with a UTV. Hit the button. Didn't have old Chevy mode. Silverado. Hit the old toll haul button. Yeah. Saves you about three miles of the gallon. Yeah. Insane. That was a bad one. Yeah. The other bad one I did is I took I got off a main road one time. Well, twice. Neither turned out well. No. You're in the you're in the midst of traveling. First one, Nebraska, middle of the night or early, probably two thirty, three a.m. You guys are sleeping. Sound like a bunch of fucking wildebeest. Um, I'm like, I'm tired of driving this main road. I'm going to slip off to a little side road. Freshly had been raining. <laughs> oh, pissing yeah. down. Right? Yeah. And, uh, I remember getting like pulling halfway, a, pulling a pop, pulling up. a, pulling a camper, pop up camper in a truck that I don't usually drive because it's not mine. And you guys are sleeping and I'm like, here we go. I started getting through that shit. I'm like, wow, we're going to get stuck. This yeah. is going to be bad. I remember waking up and being like. Where the fuck are you? Probably waking up, like, bouncing around. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I remember one time, like, sliding. Oh, yeah. Like, we're definitely in the mud. stuck. And I, like, wake up. I'm like, Taylor, are you good? You need me to wake up? 
I'm fine. <laughs> like, all right. So loud in the mic. It was uh, Ugh. that was a snore sound. <laughs> I that was bad. And then the trip from Wyoming coming back, flooding again. That was Water so weird. across the interstate. All right. Well, I started trusting um, Apple Maps, iPhone Map. Uh-huh. I'm like, you guys, this is the best technology I've ever seen. Mapping. I mean, they, they get roads up that are closed in like 15 minutes. It's insane. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, I'm like, I'm going to jump off this interstate. <laughs> I'm going to just follow the map. And obviously, these cops who keep trying to direct me. Don't know what they're talking 40 about. miles to the north. Don't know what they're doing. So I started hitting back roads. Once again, trailer and UTV on the back. And Did they know, Taylor? They knew. Did they know? Because every it took I was in it for two hours, just driving around this little community outside of it, trying to hit these back roads. And then at one point I got stuck in between two actual flowing water. Like water's <laughs> over the road flowing. I drove through one of them. I was like, ooh, that was kind of sketchy. And then got to the next one. I was like, nah, I can't do that. Don't see, know why I thought I could. So you backed back through the other one? I had to take the UTV off the trailer, take the trailer off the truck, turn it around because it was so tight. Because we're talking <laughs> about like dirt roads in South Dakota. <laughs> and uh, finally got all, everything turned around, loaded back up, and like the county workers came out. They're like, you need help? I'm like, no, I don't need any help now. I was probably like a dick. Like, oh, Wisconsin guy. We mm-hmm. lost out here. Oh, where's that Midwest manners? I plowed back through the water, got back to a road, luckily, and just went back the exact. So I, got, I ended up at the exact point that I thought I was smarter than the. Were the cops still there? Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> look at you. Yeah. All muddy as fuck. It was terrible. Don't go off. You just, like, look down, like. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Follow what the people that live there and know what they're talking about have to say if you ever yeah. run into something like that. Don't think you know more than they do. Well, you, it's fair <laughs> to assume it sometimes. What would you say the number one state that you want to hunt turkeys in is in then? What would, what's going to be the trip that triggers you to actually go somewhere for turkey hunting? A gun has to be involved? Yeah, I would think it's either going to be, like, Oklahoma or New Mexico or Arizona. Like, it's going to have to be Rio's or Gould's. Nice. I would think. So, which states would you would you go to? Arizona and what? New Mexico or Oklahoma. And I suppose throw California in that mix. Mexico? I got, an, I got an in. Mexico? New Mexico. How about Mexico? I don't really. Not interested. No. Doesn't seem fun. No. Does not seem fun to be hunting in that hot of weather. It's not fun here in June. Oh, yeah, I won't do it. Get the opportunity to kill one in June this year, though. June 1st. Won't take it. Will not be doing it. Will not take that opportunity. I doubt it. Yeah, I'm going to, like, if you were to give me the over-under, you know, so to speak, (laughs) and the over was that you don't and the under is that you do, I'm taking the over. If somebody gave me, if someone gave me an exact date and they're like, bet on whether Weston's going to hunt this day or not, I would always take, always take no, take no 98% of the time. The only day I might consider giving you is opening day. And honestly, no, I would never give them opening opening day. day It's on Wednesday. Oh, oh, open day gun season. Okay. Yeah. Of deer. Yeah. Yeah. Turkey. No. I mean, honestly, all the days are just unlikely. Yeah. Opening day gun season, I'd give you like a 50% chance to get out there. Well, I haven't missed one. Mm, I don't know. About Seconding, that. Second day, I have missed a couple. I'm sure you've missed more Every than you've attended. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I'm sure. Not if you kill all your deer on the first day, man. If you had to put a percentage on the nights <clears throat> that you go to bed and you're like, dang, I'm going to go hunt in the morning, to the mornings then that follow where you actually get out, would you say it's at like 30%? No, way higher. Really? I would say 70. No. Yeah. Disagree. Okay. <laughs> you don't, you think you, you don't talk yourself out of more than 50% of the hunts? No. 30% for sure. 
I feel like I'm at 30%. What do you think you're at? Zero. I was going to say Jed never. I That's feel not like true. Jed never no, I, I honestly, like, in the past probably two years, I don't think I've talked myself out of it once. You always just get up for it? Yeah, or I just make the decision the night before. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm just realistic with myself. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd I remember, say I have to be, I'm, I'm probably way more, I'm probably like 10%. Yeah. So. Like, I remember when I was, you know, like 24 and drinking heavy. <laughs> yeah, I was probably more in that like 30, 40, 50%, depending on the season. But like now, it's just like, I just, you know, hey, man, not I'm, much you'd rather I'm 30 do. now. Yeah. So like, I'm mature enough to make that decision <laughs> wow. the night before. Are you the full 3 0 now? Oh, yeah, I have been. I'm, He's gonna be I'm like knocking on 3 1. Jesus Christ. Like, I remember one one time last fall, Jake and I were going to go bow hunting early in the morning. And then we got into a box of beer, and I just looked at him, and I'm like, I'm, t- I'm turning my alarm off right now. That's smart. I ain't doing it. You know, it's something you got to do. Yeah. It's just like, these are tasting really good right now, and uh, I don't feel like being a hungover piece of shit at, mm-hmm. you know, 4.30 in the Jake morning. Jake was the so. culprit for the first time I realized you know that what? alcohol was you know what? an issue. I've heard from to. him that you were the culprit and not him, <laughs> that he was following yeah. your lead. Well, okay, that might be true, but he wasn't the one hunting the next day. <laughs> like, go to bed at 4 or 3.30, whatever it was. Oh, so you're going to take a nap. Yeah, we're like, well, all right, let's let's sleep for twenty minutes because he's supposed to go too. Like, all right, we're going in the morning then. And you can't really call that sleeping. Biggest though, mistake so. ever to even try to close your eyes. And yeah, my God, I was so worthless that whole morning. You went. <clears throat> I went ish. You I was, were there. I was just. I wasn't hunting. I was like just tagging along, I think, and. Yeah, it was bad. It was. I remember it was the most pain I've, I've been in trying to hunt. Go to like a spot and like fall asleep. Go oh. to a spot and like fall, like sleeping in the car and shit. It was terrible. Couple, couple opening weekend Sundays ago. I made it out. Wasn't good. I can trek all the way up to the top and. Like, I had to bend over and almost puke probably five times on the trip up there. I was like, if I see a deer, it's going to be fucking amazing. It's not good. It's stinky. Alcohol does not match no. well with hunting at all. No, and I, I understand why there's people that just decide that they hunt for a living. They just don't want to drink. I get it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, can't do, I don't think you can do both, really. No, you I can. I haven't figured it out. You can. It's just you can't binge drink. Yeah. You, can you can't think that you're 21. binge drinking? <laughs> if you drink more than getting hammered, five beers in a sitting. I'm like, what? Didn't know you could drink. Yeah, cut it, I think it's probably three. Actually. Cut it off at three. Have a couple of supper and go to bed at a normal time. Right. But staying up till fucking four drinking whiskey, dude, it ain't gonna work. No, fuck no, Jesus. I know that now. I'm telling you, that was like one of those things where I'm like, oh, wait, can't do that anymore. And that was when I was like 22 or 23. I was like, I guess I, because I did carry all night. If I was calling for someone the next morning, it would not phase me one bit. I would just go drink till bar time, take an hour nap. They'd drive me out and I'd just call for them, kill turkeys. <laughs> I'd be perfectly fine. Hard pass. Take a nap maybe in the middle of the day. Not not anymore. Oh, not anymore. No, God no. Alright, episode eighty six. We're gonna have some more turkey hunting stuff next week. Hopefully Weston can show up. <laughs> Make it a couple weeks in a row. I actually don't care if he does or doesn't. Do you have an album, by the way? I do. Yeah, let's hear it. Sure. But it sucks. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I didn't know if you were going to do one, so I had to get, find it. I thought you had one. Yeah, I had one last week. You, so- you sounded real confident, now we're just waiting. Okay, so a little bit of a nobody, but it's fucking you are? really good. Yeah, yeah he is, <laughs> for sure. Uh, <clears throat> it's called Shine on a Rainy Day by Brent Cobb. Actually, I think I sent you a couple of his songs. No. Um, outlaw country guy. Um, first one is <laughs> Chad walked away. Is solving problems. Second one is south of Atlanta. 
Uh, third is The World. Fourth is Digging Holes, which in my opinion is the best song on the album. Um, Country Bound, Traveling Poor Boy. I would put him in the realm of like a Tyler Childers type of country singer. Really? Well, I might like him then. I don't. I wouldn't say he has as good of a voice, like, but. Well, then I might not like him. That type of. Hard to beat that voice. Yeah, eh, it's very tough to beat. Unbelievable human. He's fucking awesome. Skilled but vocal. A little bit of a nobody from what I can Name gather. Again? Name again? Brent Cobb. Album? Shine on a Rainy Day. All right. Give Episode it a- 86. Give it a listen.